Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Bills Mafia. We know there's only one topic every day. All bills, all the time. And now Matt Bovey and Sal Capaccio are going really deep, talking bills all year long, because it's always game day in Buffalo. The only guy that really was, well, I guess two guys here, obviously. Josh Allen is the big one that went into the tent and he came out. The only other one, the only other one from Josh Allen was Cam Lewis. And he came back in the game as well. He had something going on in the groin, maybe. Uh, he was limping around. They were But he actually, they were working him out. He went back in. Otherwise, Matt, I think the Bills came out of this game pretty clean, which is great on a four-day, and now you have 10 days to get ready and rest it up. Uh huh. Yeah, I think that obviously that's a big factor for them going forward. They've been so banged up. But the problem that they're dealing with is that all of the injuries that they have are significant injuries that are placing people on IR. It's not like, okay, a little rest and recovery, and maybe you will be available for the next game. I mean, I look at the injury report. The only like truly injured players who did not play in this game were who? Quentin Morris. And then who else was even on the injury report? Um, that was it. Um, oh, Bale Inspector. Bale Inspector. And then the other one was Dawson Knox, but he was put on IR. But he was put on IR. So, yeah, I mean, I think that obviously you get out of this game. The scare, of course, happened when Josh Allen goes into the medical tent and then he comes out and he doesn't even miss a play. I don't even know if there was a situation where he wouldn't have come out and tried to play the game. They probably have to try and protect him from himself at that point. And they're like, Josh, you cannot do this. But and maybe it's a pain tolerance thing. And, you know, I, I, like I said, I don't think he was coming out of the game. I mean, McDermott basically said that after the game that, you know, you have to take the helmet away from Josh, which is true. Kyle Allen was warming up. He was going to go in the game. They were ready for him to go in the game. Then Josh came out of the medical tent. It just so happened that it took just that amount of time for the. It just so happened. Right, just right, so right, 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 right. Yeah. With the, uh, you know, the, the change of possession, basically. All right, let's talk about before this game. Kyrie Elam, inactive for Josh. Norman. All right, what do we think? Does anything happen here with Kyrie Elam before Tuesday's trade deadline? For what? That's my. Thing. I don't know. You look at I. I'm not I, I disagree that anybody says you can't get anything for him. He's a first round talent on a rookie contract that some team probably said, look, we evaluate him. He'd fit in our system. You're not going to get a first or second round pick for him, but I don't think you just. you. I think you get a better deal than you would for Boogie Basham, for example. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I think if you could get anything better than. A fifth or better, you're making the deal. I think you should be making the deal. I would love for them to say, okay. Let's fifth might be right. I wouldn't disagree. I, I would love for them to find a team that has, I don't, like, don't want to like use this like in a bad, like another misfit, like another guy who has not worked out for another team. Even if it's not a first round pick, even it, it could be a third round pick. And it could be like, hey, 
this is a guard who isn't working out for us. He's not playing. You've got this guy. Let's trade, see if there's a change of scenery, see if it benefits something. I, I just don't know what you do. I feel like you have gone past the point of ever resurrecting his career here in Buffalo. That's not to say that he will never become a good NFL player. I just feel like it's a very clear indicator of how they feel about him here in that his future is probably not brightest in Buffalo. I agree. I guess the question is, is his future even one more week in Buffalo? Because the trade deadline is Tuesday. I would say if Brandon Bean doesn't get anything, he gets sixth and seventh round pick swap offers, basically. He should probably hold on to Kyrie Elam and say, all right, well, maybe try and do something in the offseason. Maybe try and do something in the draft. And if not, then we'll roll in next year. Maybe we can, you know, salvage this and see where it goes. Because I just don't think it's it's I don't think it's beneficial to the Bills to just give him away for nothing. I agree. I don't think there's at that point, there's something to be said about cutting ties and knowing when you need to move on, but not for nothing. Like what difference does it make if he's just inactive and I don't know. I, I don't know what you do. I know that he's on your 53-man roster, and that kind of ties your hands a little bit. But I, I think they are certainly trying to move him or would be very willing to include him in a trade if that could be a sweetener for a team. So we will probably – well, maybe we might or might not talk again before the trade deadline. What about bringing a player in? Do you think um, you think Brandon Bean brings a player in to this organization? Yes. I do have an open roster spot, by the way. There's only 52 on the active roster right now. I think they do bring somebody into the organization. I don't exactly know who it will be. I think that it will be one of two things. I think it'll either be a one-technique defensive tackle or a wide receiver. I think it'll be one of those two things. I will say, though, today was a big day for Gabe Davis and a big day for Khalil Shakir, so maybe they're feeling a little bit better about their wide receivers now than they did in, I guess, weeks past. But that also, to me, does not mean, like, no, you can't go and get one. Like, I think you activated Andy Isabella to your team today. You could absolutely go out and get one if Hunter Renfro could be had. I think you probably like Hunter Renfro a heck of a lot more than you like Andy Isabella. No disrespect to Andy Isabella. There's probably other guys out there. I, I would be calling on Devontae Adams. I would be calling on DeAndre Hopkins. I think that those are tough ones to make work. What about the other side of the ball, like Patrick Sertan? Sure, absolutely. That's a premium asset. Well, I think Devontae Adams would be too. I don't think that's – I think Patrick Sertan is much more expensive than Devontae Adams. I mean, Patrick Sertan's a first-round pick. And he's on a rookie deal still. That's what I mean. Like, you're giving up at minimum a first-round pick. I think you're probably giving up similar to what the Dolphins gave up for Bradley Chubb. Probably right. I mean, and, and Devontae Adams, and by the way, the Raiders have said Devontae Adams is not available. You never know. You're only not available until you're available for the right price. And Devontae has a big contract, so it would be tougher you know, to deal with. I agree with you. I think they make some sort of move. I'm not really sure what it is. The one spot I think that they really still might want to use and might want to you know, look at is linebacker, weak side linebacker. Just feels like, look at today, what they did. By the way, I don't think Dorian Williams took a defensive snap tonight. I don't think so either. I don't think he did. So Tyrell Dodson was that guy. And then they had the dime package. It feels to me like they might want to make sure. They don't feel comfortable right now with what they have there. Maybe they want to bring somebody in at that position. I think the other ones are at least more important. I don't know. I think that they can get by at linebacker. Which, it's tough because they did tonight, but they also implemented the dime package stuff. So maybe they have to do that because they feel that poorly about the linebackers. There's just not a name that like immediately jumps out to me of saying, okay, that's a guy that you could go get. So 
Real quick before we wrap up, I've got a couple guys I want to bring up. James Cook, 14 carries, 67 yards. And, you know, he yeah, another nice night, 4.8 uh, yards per carry. That's that's a nice um, stat line for him. Yeah. And the other one, do you know what Stephon Diggs' stat line was? I'm hope, I'm covering it up. Yeah, what do I what am I trying to guess? Yeah, I don't know. How many catches you have? I think I know that. I think he had seven. He had nine. Nine for seventy. How about that? Nine for seventy. That's a little. When I looked at that, I was a little surprised. How many targets? Twelve targets. Both him and Gabe Davis, twelve targets and nine catches. Gabe had eighty-seven yards and a touchdown. Diggs had seventy yards, no touchdowns. But that it was a quiet night that actually was fairly productive. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that shows you how good Stefan Diggs is, that he could have nine catches for 70 yards, and it kind of goes completely under the radar. I will say, Stefan Diggs made, and Josh Allen, one of the biggest plays in this game, getting the first down at the end of the game yeah. to run the clock down to that final 30 seconds or whatever it was when the Bucks got the ball back. Because if you do not convert on that, you're giving the Bucks the ball back with like 210 left on the clock or something like that. So... When they needed a big play, they went to Diggs, and he made the big play. Khalil Shakir, 6 for 92. I'm looking at this. I'm wondering, when's the last time the Bills had four receivers with at least 65 yards in a game? I mean, that's, that's, a, that's nice. My guess is the Dolphins playoff game last year would be the last time that they had four receivers have at least 60 yards because I think in that game, Kincaid, not Kincaid, Diggs, Davis, Shakir, and I feel like maybe even Beasley. I'm going to look it up. Boy. Knox, I'm maybe? Just talk. I'm gonna All right. You'll look it up. The other – look, it, was, it wasn't totally perfect for Ken Dorsey. I mean, obviously, he, he I thought he called a really good game. But the third down and goal, shotgun situation, or second and goal, shotgun, Latavius Murray, we got it. Look, he's been so good in the red zone calling plays this year. I don't understand that call. I don't either. I just, I, I sure. I've seen some people say that they've had success in that scheme, in that formation in years past, but it just feels overcomplicated, especially if you're going to go for it, which they did. If you're going to go for it, put Josh Allen under center and try and push him in. And then if that doesn't work, you know you're not losing yards. Just do it again. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't try and get cute. Just do that, or or even throw it twice, or even I don't even line up in you know power formation and just hand it off. I'm gonna look up this thing. I'm gonna try and type it on here as well. I you have, have it. it. What do you got? All right. Oh no, I wasn't even close. Stefan Diggs had 114 in that game. Gabe Davis had 113, and then Shakir had 51. So I'm gonna take a look at that. I'll I'll, I'll have that, and I'll 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 just go to you know Pro Football Reference and plug the numbers in. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.